Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Um, welcome back to like the Colleen and like Bradley show. Stop it. My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Trainer. <laughs> Three hours is a long time to talk. Okay. It, it really is not, but okay, sure. I'm just saying, sometimes some words sneak in there. I'm sorry it bothers people. Uh, but what we're here to talk about right now is what do you want to kick off yes! your Thanksgiving table? We are cancel culture has come to the third hour of the Colleen and Bradley show. We're canceling one item off your turkey day table. And you get to kick it off, but it's gone for good, so you can't ever you have can't it. You can't have it back. Yeah, what is it? What are you kicking off your turkey day table? Six five one six four one. I'm so excited. One zero seven one. You're gonna get rid of one dish. Bye. What are we getting rid of? What are you kicking off the table? It'll never come back. The pressure. It's hard. Is it though? I think it's hard. What are you kicking off the turkey day table? Do you have something? If you don't, it's okay. I can. No, I'll. I mean, I'm gonna. It's not gonna be popular. Well, I mean, it's not gonna be popular. Uh, I'm probably gonna. Just kick off the mashed potatoes. Whoa, me too. Really? Yes. Were you serious? Yes. Bye. Because I don't need them. I don't care about potatoes. Now, now Beverly's going to call and tell you that her mom's mashed potatoes with the cream cheese are the bee's knees. (laughs) But in the grand scheme of thing, I don't care if I never have a white starchy tuber again. No, they're... For Thanksgiving, for Thanksgiving. 651-641-1071. You can kick one thing off your Thanksgiving table, but you can't have it back. Those are the the damn rules. Now, here's why I say this. Can I be quite frank with you, Colleen? Uh, Yes, please be quite frank. Hi, my name's Frank Sinatra. (laughs) No. um, Get your tongue out of my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was going. That's a previous story. Sorry. Anyway, back to the story with the thing. We're talking about kicking one thing off your turkey day table. Not forever or not all of the tables, just the turkey day table. Right. I think kicking off potatoes is genius because my first thought was stuffing. But I do like a good stuffing. I don't like a bad stuffing. But to be fair, I don't like a bad anything. I don't like a bad turkey. I don't like a bad... uh, Pickle. I mean, I'm just saying I don't like bad things, but if we're talking Except good for pizza, things, even a bad pizza is still pizza. Whatever. Still pizza, but you're not eating pizza on Thanksgiving. <laughs> but of the things on my turkey day table, I want stuffing because why? I never eat stuffing anywhere else in the year. Right. Right. I want green bean casserole because I never eat green bean casserole anywhere else. 
I know I eat sweet potatoes and turkey all the time, but at least on the Thanksgiving Day table, there's a chance I'm going to get it with some marshmallows on top. Right. Or I'm going to get a whole roast turkey and not just the turkey breast. Then you get that dark meat. Mm, Mm, Juicy. juicy. (laughs) (laughs) But you see what I'm saying? Whereas potatoes... Yeah. I'll have them again. Maybe if you chill them... <laughs> yeah, we you learned earlier in the show. And you that lose all the Thanksgiving weight yeah, in one sitting. You have that Pro extra tip. slice of pie. Yeah. Pro tip Dr. Oz, we learned earlier in the show, thinks that if you uh, cool your potatoes, you'll lose weight. Cool your potatoes, Beverly. <laughs> You're going to lose those LBs. Oh. Let's go to the phones. Cheryl is on the line. Here are the rules, Cheryl. You can kick, you got to kick one thing off your turkey day table. What is it? Turkey. <gasps> oh, wow. She's going for the bird. <laughs> Can you believe She's it? Flipping the bird. <laughs> Why are you flipping the bird? Because I, I don't eat meat and I want oh. other people to I know I don't want to be that crazy person and I'm not a crazy person, but I feel like you there are a lot of turkeys who go bye bye, so I think there's good alternatives and it makes yes. people a little aware of yeah. of all of that and um I don't know. It might not be popular, but it'll be interesting. It doesn't. You know, that's the beauty of this segment, honey, is you get to pick whatever you want. And also, Cheryl, I appreciate that you're just pushing for a little creativity on the table. I know it. It just it's like it's like you can be thankful. And, and I, I mean, I don't want to say anything inappropriate, but we don't we don't. There are a lot of birds who go bye-bye during this time, and, you know, maybe I'm going to not be a part of that this yeah, year. Yeah, no, oh, you're absolutely I just, right. I'm a big, fat bummer. I'm so sorry. No, d- no you're not a bummer. that's okay. Thank you, Cheryl. Uh, we, pr- we appreciate your perspective. Yeah, don't kill turkeys uh, for Turkey Day. Uh, that's what Carol says. I'd, uh, I'd like to read you an email okay. from Brittany, who said, let's get rid of the steam pudding. Which is what my in-laws bring. That's their dessert of choice. Perhaps you find yourself asking, what the heck is steam pudding? I do. Exactly, she says. Thanksgiving (laughs) is not Thanksgiving without a pie. Let's stop this madness. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. That that is hilarious because you know there's a story and I really hope that it's like, who are these people again? Her aunt? It's her in-laws. Her in-laws. I hope her in-laws are like super big Anglophiles and they're like, we're going to make a steamed pudding like they do in... In in England for Christmas. What is a steamed pudding? It's, I mean, I kind of it's a, it, a mound, like a figgy pudding. Mm-hmm. Bring off some figgy, figgy pudding. pudding. Let's go to the phones. <laughs> Janet's on the line. Hi, Janet. All right, you're gonna kick something uh, off the Thanksgiving table. It's gonna be gone for good. What are you kicking off the table? Well, it's a stupid answer, but rolls. Oh. I don't know why we have them every year. It's just a waste in your stomach because yep. there's better food to have. I totally so agree. I have the roll. I totally Suddenly, I kind of want to go back and get my potatoes back and kick off the rolls. That's right? genius, Janet. Yeah. Thank you. Janice is right because, or Janet, Janet is right because. Whatever her name is. I know it's hard. My sister's name is Janet, so I apologize. <laughs> I probably should call her more. Um, <laughs> she's just my stepsister, but I should still know her name. Thanks for letting she's us. She's my sister. I'm just kidding. I'm just being an ass. <laughs> Um, I'm being a, a turkey day ass. Um, yeah, rolls. Like, when was the last time you went, oof, mm, that dinner roll was amazing. I mean, I've done it. I'm not going to, I got ain't no shame in my game. But Janet's point that it just takes up useful space in True. your stomach. Yeah. On Thanksgiving, when space is at a premium, mm. you don't need the rolls. Yeah. Are you? Have you gotten to the age yet where when you have Thanksgiving, you literally um, 
don't have the largest plate anymore. Like I yes. used to always have the largest, like scooping everything on. I cannot. Now I just want little tastes. I'm going to tell you something that's going to make you lose your faith in me. I can't do more than one plate. Oh, sure. So I usually still no, do a plate and a half. I don't even think I can do like, that. I'll go back and get a, maybe a couple extra bites of something that was really good. But I do to need to point, wait hours prior to I have to eat the food and then wait hours before i get to the pie or oh i i cannot follow the meal directly with pie that's a bad situation (sighs) let's go to greg okay what's greg Greg kicking you got to kick something off your thanksgiving table what are you kicking off i'm kicking off my sibling because all they do is drama and i don't want that (laughs) oh i love it Greg. We don't get along anyway, and, and all they do is drama, and yeah, they can just stay away. Greg, right. solo Thanksgiving for you. I like it. Thank you. I mean, preaching some truth right there. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just screw get it. Get rid of them, just man. Bye. Who needs them? Stay at home alone. Yeah, just fake the flu. Put a hungry man mm. in the microwave. Maybe two. I mean, I think he could do something better than a hungry man. <coughs> I mean, nobody needs to have the trots the day after Thanksgiving. I mean, they do call the races the turkey trot. That's true. That's uh-huh. true. That's true. Nice 5K. I would just like to add, you can get a nice Thanksgiving meal to go. Oh, at like Lunds and Byerly's or Kowalski's yes, or the co grocers. So if Greg wanted to have a solo Thanksgiving, there's many options. And his siblings need not be invited. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we have a Prince Andrew update. We mm. were very Prince Andrew heavy yesterday. Yes. Uh, but there's more to the story emerging today. We'll talk about that after this on My Talk 1071. We've got a Prince Andrew update on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, and yesterday was a very Prince Andrew heavy day. Yeah, because there was this giant interview dropped uh, uh, from the BBC over the weekend wherein Prince Andrew explains his relationship, former uh, relationship with Jeffrey Epstein, who's dead. Um, a. Well, I I mean, he's dead. I'm just saying. That's true. That's true. And Jeffrey Epstein, obviously, convicted and accused and credibly accused and charged and incarcerated for, among other things, sex trafficking, sexual assault and sex with minors. So some really heinous stuff. And this interview has long been, I I don't want to say awaited, because I don't know that people were really expecting that he would sit down and talk for, you know, just under an hour about his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. But, you know, to his credit, he did. Unfortunately, that interview did not make him look very credible as a person uh, in, in terms of his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. And it certainly just cast a lot of doubt uh, on his own culpability Uh, There was an allegation made against him that he had sex with a woman when she was underage, Uh, even though he denied it in that interview. It just didn't come across as very credible. His excuses or his explanations were very thinly veiled or thinly um, uh, attempted, perhaps is the right way to put that. Like he just didn't come across as a credible person. Right. Right. So that happened. Well, the story today and I thought, well, this just makes me happy. Um, corporate sponsors of one of his initiatives are 
like bending over backwards to get out from under their relationship with Prince Andrew. So this shows you that there that interview had a real effect and his his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein is having a real effect. And well, uh, I don't find this to be surprising at all. But what I realize I don't know much about is what kinds of corporate sponsorships so this particular somebody like Prince Andrew has. Yeah. So, you know, they have their charities and the things that they're doing, their initiatives that they're working on within the country. That's the royal family's role, essentially, is to, you know, work for philanthropic causes and um, put, you know, the, the people of, of the United Kingdom uh, front and center. And to that end, he had some initiative to boost entrepreneurship um, and some of these major, you know, uh, international companies have pulled out. For example, huh. there's an auditing firm called, you may have heard, KPMG. Mm-hmm. They are not renewing their sponsorship of his Pitch at Palace uh, program okay. and made the decision. I don't know what that is, but I'm assuming it has to do with businesses getting um, attention for, you know, uh, for the things, the different things that they're doing. Anyway, they made the decision to following this press scrutiny on the part of Prince Andrew to pull uh, their sponsorship. The pharmaceutical giant AstraZeneca told CNBC that their partnership is being reviewed. A logo for another uh, corporation that was prominently featured on his uh, entrepreneurship initiative website uh, is no longer there. So slowly but surely these dominoes are falling. So it's having a real impact on the work that he's doing. And I'm not necessarily taking any glee in that. No. Because, you know, his cause may be worthy, but it does give you an indication that people are paying attention and people can see him for what he apparently seems to be. Well, and I, I, I think it tells a story. For example, the, the philanthropic efforts he's making that are being supported by these sponsorships. If the companies who are supporting these philanthropic things are not even as concerned with the the philanthropy as they are about being connected to Jeffrey Epstein or to Jeffrey Epstein through Prince Andrew, that they're able to balance that and go, yeah, this is not worth our are being connected to this at all. Yeah. That tells you a big story. I mean, that tells you what a huge impact this terrible interview is having. Then I go back to the original question we were asking yesterday when we were reviewing this interview. Who on earth thought this was a good idea or thought he was ready to, yeah, the interview in the first place or thought he was ready to go out there and refute all of these claims in such a, as you said, kind of thin way. There was no, he just came off as not credible at all. Yeah, he comes off as not credible. He looks like he's lying. He doesn't have any good explanations for, you know, there are photos of him. There is one particular photo of him with this woman, Virginia Roberts, who accused him, credibly accused him of having sex with her. And she is very detailed in her accounting of how this experience went. And, you know, his response to all that is like, I don't recollect ever meeting her. I don't know this person. Well, there's a photo of you holding on to this person with mm-hmm. your arm around her. So, oh, well, I can't say that that wasn't Photoshop. Right. Right. It's a little too. But you can't say it was Photoshop. Right. So, yeah. So he just seems increasingly less credible. Now, the fascinating thing is, and Holly alluded to this in a dirt alert, right? That 
Prince Charles, um, or not in a dirt alert, excuse me, it was a blind item, that Prince Charles may also have some connection to Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> that has gone sort of under the radar. Mm-hmm. And what I will say about that is, and then there's this whole story like, you know, Prince Charles better be careful trying to get rid of his, you know, trying to get rid of Prince Andrew uh, once he takes over for his mom when she, you know, crosses over the Rainbow Bridge or whatever, um, whatever they call it, dies. dies. <laughs> <laughs> the bridge to total freedom, whatever it is. They're not Scientologists. Okay. You don't know that. I don't know that. No, but my point is there's this insinuation that Prince Andrew. Right is ready to spill Prince Charles's secrets if Prince Charles tries to cut him and his daughters out of any, you know, remuneration, mm-hmm. any financial benefit when he takes over as the king. Yeah. Um, which is fascinating. But here is the other fascinating thing is it's not just the royal family that were in bed with Jeffrey Epstein. And this is the story that I wish people would continue. Like, why are we just talking about Prince Andrew? There are people right in our own backyard. Mm-hmm. I know. And you're raising your eyeballs. I know which backyard. I know the direction of the backyard. Yeah. I know the color of the house that you're talking about. <laughs> well, that has the yard. There's a couple yards. Yeah. There's a a, a yard with one kind of house in it. <laughs> and another one. And then there's another one with somebody else. The point in it. being there were a lot there were a lot of powerful people. Bill Clinton and Donald t- Trump yes. were friends with Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Both men have been room, not rumored. Both men have been have admitted being adulterous individuals. Yeah, and I'm just saying, somebody mm-hmm. needs to do some digging. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. We're going to tell you about them after this on my talk 107.1. And I guess one could say. That's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiot. It sure does. Why? Because your mom is full of crazy... I'm sorry. Because the world... The world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state We are going to South Carolina. South Carolina. Bing, 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 bing. We are going to the DMV in South Carolina. Okay. So get ready because you might have to wait in line for a while. Or not. Oh. Because okay. 21-year-old Allison McFerrin and 25-year-old Anna C. Uh, were both state workers who worked at the South Carolina Department of Motor Vehicles. And they were arrested on Friday. Okay. Why? Why? Because they were taking bribes to allow people to skip the line at the DMV. That's a thing? Well, no, it's not because they got arrested for that. Oh! No, they worked there and they were like, yeah, no, you can totally give me some money and you can like skip the line. Yeah. So a 42 year old guy by the name of Robbie Burshank from Boiling Springs, South Carolina, paid one of those workers so he could avoid having to repeatedly wait in line to transfer a bunch of vehicle titles into his name. She also not only took that bribe so he didn't have to wait in line, she also changed the sale prices so he could avoid having to pay a fee. So you have to pay a fee to transfer the motor vehicle. Oh, But if 
if it's and it's all based on what you paid for the vehicle. So he, oh, so it. she was paying, changing them in the system, so he didn't have to pay a fee. And then another gal, the other gal, Anna, uh, Anna C, she took a bribe so that a person wouldn't have to wait in line to transfer a mobile home into their name. They have all been charged with bribing a public official and influencing the action of a public employee. So don't do that. I will say that is one of the world's last great pains. I mean, other than like waiting in line during the holidays at the post office. It is the worst. The DMV is perhaps the worst. Do you know what else is the worst about it? What? Have you ever forgotten that you need to pay by check? No. That's a thing? Oh, yeah. You have to pay cash or check for certain things. Yeah. We had to get my kids' uh, passports updated. And they were like, yeah, you have to pay by check. And I was like, I will be back in 15 minutes. Lose your place in line. Got to come back and get in line again. That seems ridiculous. Hello? It's 2019. Like, who even has checks? People do. I do. I'm not saying people. Pay I with don't their faces. know if I have yes. checks anymore. I would have to go look in my drawers. Yeah. Well, if you are going to go get yourself a passport or something like that, you're going to need to bring, make sure you have cash. Who the heck has cash? Who the heck has cash? I should say I would Who likely have cash because I'm always tasked with keeping cash in my wallet at all times. I don't ever have checks on my person. Yeah, I don't either. Remember like when you used to carry your Checkbook, checkbook on your yeah, body when it was a thing no i don't do that and anymore. you'd have your checkbook and your siggies like the checkbook would be on the, you know and then they had the siggy compartment on your checkbook yeah don't you remember like the big old thing i remember it had a snap oh my mother-in-law had one yeah. of those for her virginia slims for her wow okay virginia <laughs> slims didn't know where we we're going with that uh okay well that is fascinating have your checks <laughs> on you at all times <laughs> I want you, that was where? South Carolina. Oh, we're not going to go that far away. I want you to head uh, down a little further south to Louisiana. All right. And I want you to meet uh, bug-eyed Louisianan, 27-year-old Franklin Redfern. Okay. All right. Hello, sir. He was arrested on Friday for some stuff. Okay. I'll just tell you. He was, I mean, uh, hence the bug-eyes. I think he was arrested for narcotics. He looked a little like he had been narcoticing. Correct. Mm-hmm. A little druggy. Mm-hmm. And police had been responding to a 911 call about a suspicious person. And that is when they found Mr. Redfern standing on a porch in West Monroe. Now, the problem is he lives about 20 miles away in the town of Eros. Mm. Isn't that like a sex thing? Sex town? Eros? Like erotic? Uh, hold Eros. on, let me Google Eros sex town. No, I'm just saying Eros. Doesn't that mean sexy? Yeah, it's like love-ish. Okay. Well, <laughs> he's from sex town. Anyway, yeah, well, um, Eros is the Greek god of love and sex. Okay. Yeah. Well, Mr. Redfern, uh apparently was on this stranger's porch. Sheriff's deputies approached him, and that's when he threw something at them. Mm-mm-mm. But that's not what made him crazy, stupid, idiot status. So he was a little druggy. He threw a white pill bottle. Oh. And the white pill bottle contained... Excedrin. Not Excedrin, <laughs> but pills. In the methamphetamine form. I don't oh. think they're pills. Okay. They're probably okay. like rocks. rocks or something, right? I don't know. 
Anyway, they read him his rights, and that's when he pulled a crazy, stupid idiot. Uh oh. They were like, "You, sir, are under arrest. Anything you can and say and do and will and all things used against you in a court of law." It's the official uh, phrase, apology. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what is it? Do you think that he did at that moment? Did he spit at somebody? No, it's the excuse he gave. Oh, oh. for why he should not be held responsible. For this possession of drugs. He was holding his friend's drugs. No, that's a common one, though. I would would grant you that's a very good guess. He stated that the devil framed him. (laughs) I mean, the devil makes it do it sometimes. Yeah, literally the devil Mm -hmm. did it. Did that work? Well, despite that explanation, he was arrested on felony narcotics and he was booked into local jail. The devil did not respond for comment. Mm. Is Sammy Davis Jr. available? Yes. Well, he's a Satanist. He's a, a known this, a spokesperson satanic Satan. follower. So bizarre. It's a story. Google it. We're not it's making true. that up. Yeah. Uh, can we go to Miami? Yeah, of course. Is that where we're going? I don't know. Yeah. It's your story. We are going to the University of Miami, where we are going to meet... 73-year-old Bruce Bagley. He's a professor. He's a smart man. Uh, He's the professor of international studies at the University of Miami. Okay. And as part of his expertise, he's an expert uh, on drug trafficking, organized crime, and money laundering. Oh, so he's probably on CNN and stuff like that. He actually has a published book called Drug Trafficking, Organized Crime, and Violence in the Americas Today. Okay, so he's an expert. He is, he's an expert. He knows a lot about those things. Okay. So, he's been arrested, though. Oh, no. Would you like to guess why? Maybe he plagiarized his book or something? Sounds logical, but incorrect. Okay, what did he do? Maybe he learned a lot from his book. Maybe he read his own book as a how-to manual instead. Did he he sell was the arrested drugs? for money laundering. Oh my! God. He laundered at least three million dollars into the U.S. from criminals in Venezuela and Colombia. He pocketed about ten percent of that. So did he just like do the crimes and then write a book about it? Who knows? But I will say he he, as somebody who is an expert on these things, the doing it is one thing, but the covering it is another. That's it's a two step process. Yeah. He was talented at the doing, but not so much at the covering. And that was the problem. Uh, he had had one of his bank accounts shut down last year for suspicious activity. So he just went ahead and opened another one and started laundering that money again. Um, in any case, he's facing up to 20 years in prison. And he has been put on administrative leave. Okay. I wonder if he will try to argue that this was... Part of his research, maybe. Like, oh, for I his... just needed to see how this all worked. That's oh, yeah. our money launderer. He looks like he deserved. He could be laundered himself. I mean, it's a very Walter White thing to do. Yeah. Does that? Do you know what that means? Yeah, that's uh, that show Breaking Bad. Yeah. yeah, with the meth. Right. Can we talk about the meth really quickly? Let's talk about the meth. Can we talk about what South Dakota did? Oh, meth. We're on it. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Did you see that story? Okay, so give people the upshot. Well, uh, basically, South Dakota has this new motto for dealing with uh, a methamphetamine yeah. epidemic. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to pull it up here. They have a new anti-meth campaign, and the slogan is, meth, we're on it. 
So Governor Christy Nome or Neem, I don't know how you say her name. She has a message for South Nome. Dakota, quote, meth, we're on it. And I think what they meant was, like, we're on the job to get rid of meth. I think that's what they're trying to say. But it sounds like they're saying, I'm on meth. Yeah. So. I, she did say, okay, to her point, she did say the mission of the campaign is to raise awareness, to get people talking about how they can be part of the solution and not just the problem. And then she said, it is working. I the tagline is definitely garnering attention. Can I also just say that, you know, I saw a bunch of people rushing to shame South Dakota for meth. We're, we're on, on it. it. Meth, we're on it, comes from a marketing and ad agency in, in Minneapolis. Oh, okay. Broadhead Company created the meth, we're on it campaign. They've been paid $449,000 so far this year for that campaign. In its proposal, Broadhead says the tagline, I'm on meth, will create a movement for all South Dakotans to take an active role in keeping their state a great place to live. Here's what... I'm on meth? Here's my problem. You know... Why would I say that? They hand out those little buttons that say, I'm on meth, you know, that are supposed... It has a double meaning. So I don't know if somebody's wearing the button... Yeah, but the one the of the double meanings is like, I'm doing actually, crystal meth. Exactly. I don't know if you're wearing the button... Because you're trying to buy yeah. some meth, or it's gonna be a little against, are you for it or against it? I can't tell. You're right. It is kind of ridiculous. Way to go, Minnesota. Thanks for handing that one up. Yeah. Well, maybe I feel like it was kind of a, you know. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.